Said pop, lock, stop and roll. It's the motherfucking time that you all know. It's the black Filipino above the track we know. If you like this, then donate a C note. Uh, on the POD to the C to the AST. Opinionated and highly concentrated, X rated, even better to listen to when you're faded. Surprise, bitches! It's Chocolympia of Chocolympia Lessons with a bonus episode for you all today. It is election day, it's November 3rd, 2020, and I wanted to record something to either, just like the purpose of this podcast is normally, maybe help you find some peace outside of what's going on in the world whether it's on the news or at the polls maybe you're in line at the polls that's fucking awesome you're listening to this podcast thank you very much appreciate it or you're driving to work or you're driving to the polls or from the polls maybe you're doing laundry maybe you're washing the dishes maybe you're vacuuming whatever it is you're doing I wanted to just create something for today because I know that Anxiety levels are high. People are feeling some kind of way. Either way, you know, and I feel like that's going to be for a little bit, to be completely honest with you guys. I know that today is election day. It's the live, you know, but um, if if you did a mail-in like I did, you've kind of felt like you're, you did your job and you're just kind of waiting, you know? So it's been a waiting game this whole time. But if you noticed, or if you remembered, on the, on the envelope of the ballot that they mailed you, there was a part that said, your ballot must be postmarked on or before election day and received by the registrar no later than Friday, November 20th, 2020. So... I know everyone wants to have like this answer or you feel like you'll have an answer tonight, November 3rd, 2020, but we have time still after that for more ballots to come in, which is great. So yay for that, but also we can't feel defeated. Whatever the outcome is, whoever you voted for, I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, I can kind of assume or get an idea of of who you might have voted for, but I can't, you know, that's not, sometimes you never really ever know. Uh, yeah, so I mean, as long as you voted, I'm just hoping that everyone did their part, and that's the important part is that you went out and you voted. Whether you're in line right now or you already sent in your ballot, Thank you so much for participating in what a lot of people before us fought for, died for, were sad that they couldn't ever do, you know, and that's the reason why I vote all the time. So whatever happens later today, I think we have to stay positive. It's really important to have your your kind of go-tos for what 
you participate in when you're not feeling your best, whether it's meditation or maybe it's doing yoga or maybe it's dancing, maybe it's just turning the music on and dancing, you know? Maybe it's reading a great book, maybe it's listening to a podcast, Chocolate Olympia Legends, maybe it's watching a movie with your friends, maybe it's going outside with your dog, maybe it's petting your cat. I don't know what it is for you and it's different for everyone as long as, again, the caveat is always, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, go fucking ham. You know, whatever's going to fill your cup figuratively, literally, whatever's going to make you feel better, whatever's going to give you comfort, whatever's going to bring a smile to your face and make you feel like there's still purpose in life, make you feel happiness, joy, like you are surrounded by good energy, whatever that is for you, do it and maybe do it more during these next couple of weeks because I feel like we may need it. Either way, and that's the really scary thing. I've voted for a long time, it feels like, (laughs) and I've never, but then, you know, also when you're younger, you just kind of have this, like, this mentality of, I'm going to live forever, and nothing can hurt me, and, and that's a great mentality to have, but you also have to be realistic, you know? So I've never felt this extreme tension of even if it goes the way I want it to go it may still be a shit show because of how people on the opposite side handle not getting what they want or just being spiteful it's such an ugly energy it really is being spiteful is just ugly having hate is just ugly Um, Being mad because what you wanted didn't happen is not a graceful way of living your life. And I know a lot of this kind of sounds like beauty pageant, like Miss USA type shit. But I mean, it kind of is like this is the stuff that I remember learning in Barbizon when I went and people will always laugh and make fun of that. But honestly, learning those things, some of them you just know because you're a human being living in the world you went to preschool or daycare or kindergarten and you learned those those kind of uh building blocks for how to interact in society during those formative years and some people didn't get that (laughs) some people didn't pay attention and you can tell now who they are right they're the the karens or the chads now um yeah and it's embarrassing and it's laughable but it's also really scary and terrifying because you're noticing that there are a lot of people like that and i think this is my opinion I think that they feel justified in being so full out now because of who we have currently in office and for me when I think of how someone from another country might picture the U.S. and assume that we're all like the person that we have in office that 
makes me feel really gross and embarrassed for our country. And I'm going to fucking say it. And I said it. And so I hope that we do find some change in the next tonight or the next week or the next couple of weeks. I really do. Uh, Otherwise, I really, I don't know what to say. But I did want to come on and just give one last push if I could. If there's anyone who hasn't voted yet, maybe you're going to do it on your lunch break. Maybe you're going to do it tonight after work. But please just know that your vote counts. And it might feel like, yes, it's just one vote. But if everyone were to think, well, my vote doesn't count and it's all just one vote and then no one voted, that doesn't help us at all. So please go out, do your part. Um, I also wanted to talk about some some things to get our mind off of today, but then also some things to kind of prepare, which is always what I try to do on this podcast is to help people prepare for things that maybe they haven't gone through yet that I have or to just kind of talk through things that I think is good advice. And again, you don't have to take everything that I'm saying for face value. A lot of times people change throughout life too. So I'm sure I'll probably listen back to this 10 years from now if that's even a thing that I can do, uh, if I'm able to listen back to it because, you know, now we've got like space ears or something and we don't listen to things on phones. We like have to take a tablet to have it process in our brain some weird fucking shit science fiction you know but I'm sure I'll probably listen back and be like oh I don't know if I would have said that now you know and it's it's a recorded documentation of my thoughts which can be good and can be bad so again take what you can from it I feel like that's what I try to do in life I take what I can that will help me learn or be better and then the stuff that doesn't I just I'm like okay you know I'm moving my hands around again you can't see me but anyway uh here's a song that if you don't know it I know I've played it on this podcast before it's probably like one of those short commercials that I've done earlier in the beginning in the beginning like first year or something talked about before and I just I love 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 them that's like that just reminds me of like me dancing in my room and just being like oh man I can't wait till I'm an adult and you know I have my own place and I don't have to have any worries (laughs) Uh, and yeah as an adult now living in my own place I fucking love it it's what I wanted it's what I always dreamed it would be but there is a lot of worry as an adult and 
that's why they tell you, you know, enjoy being a kid. You don't have any responsibilities. As a kid, I had some really, I had, I had a lot of responsibilities. So now I don't have to be responsible for anybody else. Now I'm just responsible for me, like literally me. And uh, I have to be honest, I really do love it and I enjoy it. And I know that that's not for everyone, but it's, it's my bag, man. And uh, if there's anyone else out there who is similar, you probably feel the same way and no one believes you because they want to think that you're just sad and like crying in your place by yourself all the time. <laughs> Sorry, but that's not how it is. <laughs> But, you know, everyone's going to assume that the way their life is is different from the way other people's lives are. I'm just here to tell you that it's the bee's knees. Okay, I love it. I appreciate it. And if, if you have people that you know who are similar, then, like, don't assume that they're just like, oh, are you okay? Are you fine? Is everything fine? Are you okay? Yes, they're good. They're good. I mean, it's always great to check in with your friends and, you know, see how they're doing and stuff whether they're in relationships or have families or not. But I think it's also safe to assume that everyone's doing okay and they're doing the best that they can. And if they're not, of course, reach out and be a support. That would be great. Uh, okay, so it's episode 86. It's the bonus election day episode. I can't remember what happened last episode. <laughs> I feel like there were... There were probably some edits that I needed to fix or correct now, but I don't remember what I said or what they were. I mean, I remember what I said, but I don't remember what little minor edits I had. And you know what? Like I said, I record and I go and that's what it is. And if I mess up or if I get a fact wrong, this ain't fucking a class in college where you're getting three units, you know? This is just life lessons and yeah, I don't know where I was going with that thought. Anyhow, so you've voted or you're going to vote and once you do it, just remember that we have to let it go, you know? You've done what you need to do. All you can continue to do is to take care of yourself, take care of your family, take care of your wellness, your mental health, take care of your physical health, your nutritional health, all of those things are going to help you feel better overall. And um, I have been doing the meditation thing I was telling you guys and I've just, it's a habit now and I love it. It's my favorite habit. And it's just really taking a moment. And again, sometimes it's a 10-minute moment and sometimes it's an hour moment. Sometimes it's an hour and a half moment. It depends on what I need that day and to not like crucify myself if I don't do a 10-minute one where I felt like I was really connected. Like At least I took a moment to get grounded and to situate my thoughts to take the deep breaths because I think that that's the most important part. We tend to shallow breathe when we're anxious or stressed out. And so taking those deep breaths, you can just do at work while you're sitting at your desk. You can do it while you're waiting in line. You can do it while you're driving. And 
just those those little nuggets are helpful. So I hope that you guys listen to this podcast and actually take some of that information with you and try them. And even if they feel outside of your comfort zone or feels too woo-woo for you or this is weird or I don't know if I feel comfortable with it, I think what I learned at a young age is the ability to be open-minded and it's something that I really appreciate because as I grew up I noticed a lot of people weren't and I didn't really understand how they got through life meeting different people traveling having having different jobs being in different situations and not be open-minded like I feel like you could literally drop me anywhere and I would be able to rap with anyone and I may not (laughs) understand their language they might not understand me there'd have to be some like cultural adjustments or um, what's considered polite or respectful, right? But I also think that that comes from reading, it comes from learning, it comes from watching documentaries or just being immersed in things that are different from you. But A lot of people don't even have that perspective in the first place and that's what kind of worries me or baffles me or makes me feel like I'm an alien because I I just don't understand why you would not want to learn about other places too. Like, yeah, cool, of course, learn about your culture, learn about your stuff. And for me, I've got like double so I can, there's plenty of me there's, there's plenty of me. There's plenty of stuff for me to learn from just my two cultures. Three, even, if you consider um, that my grandpa is half. So half Spanish and half Filipino. So outside of you, outside of yourself, there's so many other things that we can learn about as well. And it's just kind of amazing to me that there's so much stuff out there that's different from how you grew up or who you were surrounded by or what your parents are like or what your family is like and I just kind of wish that America or even not even just America America primarily because I'm here and I have been exposed to how we are but even outside, even all of the other countries, I wish that people were a little bit more open-minded to just being around people who had different thought processes and different cultural beliefs and different religions. And I don't know. Anyway, I, I guess I could go on and on about that forever. But so, you know, do what you need to to feel better today cause it's gonna be a long fucking time before we have an answer i think i mean if everything needs to be received by november 20th (laughs) i mean you can pretty much plan on just meditating on it and deep breathing on it and burning your sage and burning your palo santo uh Yeah, so, because, you know, we're not going to have a solid, I don't think, 
until before Thanksgiving. It's okay. We can do this. We can do it. We can do it. Okay. So the other day I was having a cerebral moment, if you will. <laughs> um, and I was thinking about how I was thinking about my different groups of friends and the different phases of friends. This is not political, okay? So we're, we're off that train now. But that, that was the intent behind starting this episode and having one for today in case you happen to be in a long line and you just want to take your mind off of it. So we spent a good portion talking about that. Okay, next. So I was thinking about the different groups of friends that I've had throughout my lifetime and thinking about the different phases and thinking about the the different events in my life that have potentially affected who I ended up coming into contact with or who became my friends. Because I was thinking, here's what I was thinking first. Let me start with that. Because this is a cerebral moment, so it's, it's going to get like real weird. But uh, so I was thinking about my friends right now and how I've had to do a lot of pruning to get here. But that the ones that I have now are solid and they've been around, a few of them, for a really long time. And I think about the friends from that same era who had to go, like several years ago, or a few years ago. And it's because of how life changes, right? Like, some people get married, some people have kids, some people buy a house, some people get dogs, some people get cats, some people have a job career change, whatever. We all go through them at different times or maybe we don't and whatever it is just kind of uh, edits that moment in your life space. Because I was thinking about the group of friends that I had in the very beginning and how some of them are still around, but not all of them and why. And I was trying to figure out what that was. I was trying to figure out, was I doing something where I was just writing people off too quickly? And honestly, you guys, I know I only talk about things superficially here because I don't like to go into too much detail, but I do share because I feel like that's how we learn and I feel like that's how we learn from each other. And I feel like a lot of people don't want to share. And so a lot of people tend to feel like they're alone because they're not knowing of anyone else who went through an experience like they're going through. And when I've had moments like that, I've not liked it. And so that's why I decided to create this podcast and share some portions of my life so that people understand that they're not the only ones and some people don't ever want to talk to you about stuff that's uncomfortable or ugly or feels badly and uh, I want to let people know that I've been there and I get it and it's not all 
cute selfies and fucking positive quotes all the time. That's great. Yes, you should have parts of you and like, you know, your go to things for what you look towards for positivity. Yes, you should have that. I'm not saying be negative all the time because that's not good either. And that is bad for your health. It's bad for you. It's bad for everyone that's around you. So I'm saying there's there's the realistic place where we need to be with this is the reality of what's happening. And I can either be petty or be mean or be upset or spiteful or I can accept and then try to find what my next step is, how to be positive, how to enjoy the sunshine, you know, like, but it's not, and I've said this before in my other episodes, I like, I don't trust people who are too hard on one spectrum all the time because I feel like they're not sitting in the reality of the truth. And the truth can be really uncomfortable. It takes a lot of fucking reflection. It takes a lot of sitting down and and asking yourself. It takes a lot of journaling. It takes a lot of meditating. It takes a lot of checking in with people around you and asking for feedback. Feedback can be really uncomfortable, you know? But that's the communication aspect. And so um, it's not always going to feel like I have my shit together all the time. I'm always at Disneyland. The sun is always shining. Everything's always great. It's not going to feel like that all the time. And it, on the flip side, shouldn't feel like everything is horrible. I hate being here. Why is my life like this? Depression, sadness. It should not be like that all the time. That's bad. You need to find a way to release whatever is going on, whether it's therapy or, again, any of the tools that I've mentioned earlier in this episode. So the reality of being in the middle. Being in the middle meaning being aware of what is happening and accepting it and being peaceful with moving forward or letting it go. And both of those are positive. Letting something go doesn't mean that that's a negative. It might feel really negative. It might feel bad for a while, right? Like if you've ever ended a relationship that was toxic, or if you've ever ended a friendship that was toxic, it feels shitty at first because that person was in your life for who knows how long and they meant something still mean something potentially and you love them and you care about them and that was the same hopefully that they gave back to you but because of the toxicity anytime I use that word I always think of a system of the down if you don't know that song you can google it I'm not going to try to sing it right now but um and I don't want to get too sidetracked (laughs) because I can sing a song for everything that I say all day long but when you remove that toxicity you become healthier and you're not being weighed down by this negative connection. And so 
the the trimming and the pruning that I was talking about last episode or maybe the episode before that doesn't necessarily feel great in the beginning but it does begin to feel great when you realize and it might even take years like the other day I was thinking about how I'm so happy that I'm where I am right now and if I was still in a shitty relationship how fucking sad I would be and what that would do with my my mental state like I wouldn't be able to do all the things that I'm doing because I'd be worried about this person and if he was still on board and you know like that fuck that no thank you you know but sometimes people want to hold on to that shit for so long because they feel like well I don't know what I'm gonna do if that person's not here anymore what am I gonna do with my free time the week I remember (laughs) I remember after one of my um one of my big breakups people were like oh the weekends are gonna be really hard for you And I just remember thinking, oh, no, like, what am I going to do with my weekends? And for the first weekend, like maybe the first Saturday, it was like, a, this is when we would be doing this, you know, because that's kind of how it always feels at, at, at first. And then, like, I think by Sunday, I was like, wait, so I can do what I want the whole weekend and I don't have to break up my day to go do what someone else wants to do for a little bit or, you know, like I don't have to, I can just do what I want for the whole weekend. And it was amazing. But at first, right, there's that moment of like, oh my God, everyone's going to know that I'm alone for the weekend. Everybody else is going on their double dates and they're fucking going to the movies or to the restaurants. I mean, this is before COVID, right? Now people are like, whatever, I don't fucking care. <laughs> but, but before COVID, um, that's, you know, initially how it feels. And then you realize that you're in a better space because you're not worrying about what this person thinks anymore or what they bring to the relationship because they weren't bringing very much and so you know and it's the same thing for friendships it's the same thing for family it's all all you can see it in all of those aspects so I was getting in my head about it and I was like well, maybe I'm just like the biggest piece of shit and that's why I've had to trim and prune but no 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 no, no, no. Here's what the reality, and here's what, here's the thing though, I will say this. If that was my reality, if that's really what it was, if that's really what the case was, because I'm sure that's probably the case for some people, that is not a moment to beat yourself down. That is a moment to realize that this is how I am going to be better. Okay, so maybe I fucked up. And this is what I'm going to do to be better. And then you figure that out, right? I can't sit here and tell you what that is because it's different for everybody. But you've definitely had mistakes. I've had mistakes, you know, where you maybe reach out to someone. You're like, hey, I'm sorry I said that. That was really shitty. Those are always appreciated when they're genuine. That's a big bullet. When they're genuine and when the actual apology is there. So in the past, I've had people that I'm thinking about from, you know, past relationships reach out to me and they'll say, something to the effect of, hey, 
I just wanted to let you know I'm thinking about you. I hope that you're well. Da 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 da. But there's no apology there, and they know that they need to give an apology, but they haven't. And listen, I've had to live my life not getting apologies and being okay with it. Not like you're a doormat okay with it. I mean, for you to keep going with your life and be able to be positive, you accept it. And you go, okay, fine. That person didn't apologize. That's okay. Maybe they feel that they were right. Um, we've had many conversations about it and we never saw eye to eye. And so it has to die where it dies, you know? And you can't keep holding on to that. And you just wish that person well and peace the fuck out. <laughs> and then you make a mental note of that behavior and you apply it to what you never want to be like <laughs> in your life, you know? Like there's a very long list of things that I don't want to be like and then there's a very long list of things that I would like to be like. And those have all been influenced by people that I've met, that I've worked with, that I've been in relationships with, that I've had friendships with, that I've gone to school with, that I've danced with, all of those people. So I appreciate all of them and I know exactly what I want and what I don't want. And that takes a long time. Okay, so I'm not saying that if you're like, if you're 21 listening to this and you have no idea what I'm talking about, you have to live a little bit more <laughs> and you will definitely have the experiences. I remember a friend of mine, don't worry, I'm going to go back to the topic I was telling you about, but just real quick, another side note. <laughs> I was working with a friend and she, I think at the time she was 25, she might have been 26 and I was 21. And I had been talking to this guy and um, the age difference was about that. And she said, she said to me, I was asking her, I said, hey, uh, do you, do you really feel like you've learned or changed so much from 21 to 26? And she was like, oh, yeah. And I was because I was 21, I was like, whatever. No, you didn't. This shit's going to be the same until I die. Like, <laughs> this is how I'm going to feel for a long time. And she was like, no, 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 no. There's so much that I learned from 21 to 25 and now being 26 that uh, when I think about it, yeah, there was a lot learned during that time. And then when it came to me, passing that time I went oh shit there really was a lot that I learned in that time frame like from 21 to 26 and in the middle at 23 24 I experienced so much that were like life events highlights if you will lowlights if you will and and it, yeah, it, it all changes you. It all affects you. And that can be good and it can be bad. I think you do learn a lot and you learn who you are in that time frame. And then it doesn't stop. It keeps going, you know, if you're lucky to live for a long time. So I'm sure at this point and then 10 years from now and then 10 more years from now, I'm probably going to look back and be like, dang, when I was doing that podcast, I thought that I knew everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I don't think I know everything, you guys. That's really that that's not what I'm saying. That's just I'm I'm doing an example voice, right? I wish I knew everything. 
Nah, actually, I don't. I don't. I don't think I would, because then that would mean that I don't need to learn anymore. And I really love that aspect of it. I love that aspect of life of learning. And, but I'm sure that 20 years from now, I'll look back and be like, this bitch thought she knew what she was talking about. She didn't even have no clue, girl. But anyway, so going back to the um, the cerebral moment. I had to correct myself because I had a moment where I was like, well, fuck, maybe I, maybe I fucked up. Maybe I'm the one that like did some shit that I shouldn't have and need to apologize to those people and da, da, da. But then I came to my senses because I already know this. I've already had this conversation with myself before for years, you know, especially the last like five years. And um, having a cerebral moment always kind of either brings them back or allows you to go deeper into the thought a little bit more or maybe from a different perspective. And what I came up with is that I had those conversations with those people. I, I spoke my piece because that's always what I need to do. And then that person spoke their piece. And then that was the result. And for me, when I've made a decision, I've thought about it for so long. And it might seem, again, you, this is a theme. If you listen to this podcast from the beginning, you know that this, like, when it comes to starting businesses, when it comes to anything, I'm thinking about it for a long time, just not talking about it everywhere because I like to think about it myself. I don't like feedback from other people when it comes to something that I want to do or something that is in my heart because no one else is ever going to understand that except me because it's my life, my heart, my mind. And that's the same thing for you. So I, I tell you guys all the time, sure, of course, getting feedback on stocks or a business venture or, you know, if someone knows someone that you're thinking of dating, getting a but not too much though, you know, because again, everyone's perspective is their own thing. And you can't have that be what changes something that you want to do. But um, getting information, getting all of the information that you can is very important. And so I was thinking about that and how maybe to outside people it seemed like a quick snap judgment, which doesn't matter if someone thinks, if someone else thinks it's a snap judgment, I don't fucking care. They don't live my life. They're not in this situation. doesn't matter what they think. But I'm saying it probably appeared that way. But it's been years of me being in a situation, me being in this relationship, me being in this friendship, me experiencing how I'm being treated by said person, right? And then me to them and hearing that and then accepting if something dies because that's just how life is. Things die all the time. And yeah, it's sad, of course. But also when the time is done, it's done. Sometimes people want to hold on to it for a really long time afterwards. I get it. If that's the grieving and that's the missing the old situation and what that felt like, you know. Process how you need to process. I'm not here to tell you how to process anything because everyone's different. 
for me, I like to um, cry it the fuck out. I want to cry it out for however many days that takes. Usually I try to have it be like not a long time, but that's never really the case, you know. And then I want to move forward with it, with accepting it, and then continue on. And of course, there's going to be days after if you process it, you cry, 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 and then there's going to be a day out of nowhere where you start crying again and you're just like, well, fuck, I thought I was done. No, man, the brain has a lot of fucking memories stored and emotions are real. So you can't beat yourself up for um, thinking about stuff from the past. Just don't stay there. You have to move forward, right? And so... It made more sense to me when I started to think about the years when those particular friendships started and where I was in my life at that time and how that relationship made sense during that time and how, of course, it wouldn't make sense now after this particular event because there's the wokeness or the realization of how you want to be treated or what you see as being... uh, a relationship that has an even give and take. And not that it it's not tit for tat, right? Which is such a weird phrase. Where did that even fucking come from? Tit for tat. You can't even say that anymore probably because of the word tit. <laughs> Which, why is tit a negative? I, I will never understand. The world is so weird. Um, but... But there has to be a, a, a give and take and there has to be this, this understanding of how the relationship works. And if it's not an even give, and, give or take and it's not something that has been communicated, then that's where shit falls apart, right? So there has to be the communication. If someone doesn't even want to communicate about it and feels weird about that, that's also a red flag and is not going to bode well for the future of that relationship. Friendship, relationship job relationship neighbor relationship whatever the fuck relationship but that's just how it has to work out right and again sometimes things will revisit like I've had recently a friend uh, actually a few friends recently come back in but the thing that is great about that is that you're able to see that there's an, an understanding from both sides of like, you know, hey, I, I might have said some shit way back. I apologize for that. That's what I mean, though. It's the apology for it. It's the, hey, I'm sorry. And that's really hard for people to say sometimes. Some people don't have a problem with it, but a lot of people... A lot of people are too in the in the head, too too much ego to be able to say I'm sorry, and um, and it's different if the person doesn't know why they need to say sorry, and if they know why and just haven't said sorry. And that might be getting too heady, but you know, sit and think about that or something, or don't. I don't know. Whatever you whatever you want to do. So 
the different phases of life, the different relationships and how they were affected, how some of them ended and how some of them won't continue and how some of them might continue. And I think just being open to it is a possibility, but also being really honest about how the relationship ended and if it needs to continue. Sometimes it just doesn't fucking need to continue, you know? Have you ever had an ex reach out to you and you're like, no, what? Are you lost, sir? Bye. <laughs> so sometimes it doesn't have to continue, okay? Um, and that's when you just say, not today, Satan, and then you delete or block or whatever the fuck you need to do to make you feel better. But so um, I feel like I was doing multiple stories at once, and I think I got all of them, but now I feel like there's one that I might have left hanging somewhere. I think I got them all. I'll have to listen back and I'll probably be like, damn it, there was that one story I didn't finish. But yeah, so just, you know, knowing that through the phases of life, there's going to be different relationships throughout. Some of them end, some of them, oh, here's where I was going to go. Some of them end, some of them continue, some of them stay. Continue meaning they ended and then came back in and then some of them just stay the whole time as long as they're healthy relationships great but if they're not healthy or they're one-sided or the person's an egomaniac or the person's a narcissist like just cut your losses you know it might feel sad for a moment and then you're gonna feel real good because you'll feel energized and you won't feel like you were being bogged down by a negative soul or whatever the case might be so plants I had another moment where I was pruning and trimming my plants and that was when the like thought was solidified because I went, oh, well, I mean, just because I cut this part of the plant that's dying off doesn't mean that I have to throw the whole fucking plant away, you know? I mean, of course, sometimes that is what happens. Sometimes you just fuck it up so bad. And as a, as a, as a plant mom who has, who never was a plant person, like the oldest plant that I have, my mom got me in high school. I think it was for like, it was like a gift for something. Um, and when I moved out, when I moved out and I was living with my boyfriend who then became my husband and then, um, that plant started to die because I wasn't there all the time. I was living somewhere else. And my mom took care of it and like basically nursed it back to health. And I have it back now. And it's just kind of a trip. I didn't know. I mean, obviously plants can live that long. There's trees that are, you know, hundreds of years old. But when I think about plants now it's this interesting perspective of parts of it are going to die and a plant might die a plant that you really love that you think is beautiful that you want to take care of might die and you just kind of learn to accept that now I'm not equating plants to you know your ex boyfriend or girlfriend or your 
ex-best friend or what have you. I know those are to- two totally different relationships, hopefully. <laughs> that would be a weird Google. I don't even want to Google that. That grosses me out. Okay, so um, <laughs> there's something out there for everyone, and I just, whatever. I just, whatever. So, but what I'm saying is, Plants are living things, and there will be times where you have to trim and prune them. And, you know, I lost a couple of plants in the last eight months because I was trying to figure it out, or maybe it was a different environment that it was living in and it didn't necessarily vibe with mine, or it didn't necessarily like the water that I was giving it, or where I had put it, or the sunlight amount, you know? So many things, and you just kind of have to observe, and they're all different. And you have to observe and then you have to just let it go and accept it if it's done. But then knowing also that if you cut a piece off because that part's not doing well, that's going to happen. And you don't just throw the whole plant away. I had a plant that I had disregarded. I was like, this plant died. It ain't going to grow anymore. But I just, for some reason, didn't throw the soil away. And I kept watering it. Like, I just had this hope that, that it would come back. And it did. It came back, like, six months later. And now it's, it's growing again. I just, I kind of, I, like, I cut the parts that were dead, obviously. And then I, I put it on my patio. Because if, if I have a plant that's inside that just isn't, thriving and it's not doing well under my supervision because sometimes I pay attention to my plants too much I over love them I over water them and then they're just like oh my god I need outside air like sunshine more for you to stop hovering (laughs) and so uh, I'll move it outside and then I'll just leave it and see how it does out there it'll become an outside plant so I have inside plants and outside plants and this particular plant I just kept watering it and it was out on the patio so it was getting regular sun and then all of a sudden I saw this sprout and I went no shit I think I had actually tried to plant um, a cutting from another plant in that same dish so that that plant could thrive in that dirt because I didn't want to just throw the dirt away But then that part died, and then the plant that was originally there was like, yo, I'm not dead, bitch. Here I am. I'm I'm thriving now. And so, you know, that plant's out there kicking it, just liking being outside and enjoying that. And that's great. And so the plant analogy was just because you have to trim and prune. And I know I feel like I've been talking about that for the last couple of episodes, but it's really... It's really pertinent to what relationships in life are like. Um, Yeah, I feel like maybe I should end there. I have a couple of other things that I wanted to talk about, but I feel like they're very different in theme from where I've been. So I'll save them. 
Actually, I'll sh- I'll share one of them with you because we got ten minutes, but um, it's it's very different topic from what we were talking about. But I had the weirdest dream last night, and I've been um, trying to remember my dreams more and journaling them and practicing that just to see, uh, just for myself, like the recalling of dreams and all of that. And I had this dream where I was working at. Oh, okay. So now I'm I'm remembering why maybe this dream is this theme, but also it's just a funny thought. We'll end it on a funny note. So I had this dream that I was working at a Halloween store, which I have in fact worked at a Halloween store. It was like right after high school. And it was it was the weirdest job I've ever had, one of them. And um, I worked there with one of my best friends, who's st- still one of my best friends now, and we always laugh about this fucking job it was so fucking weird it was fun because we got to pick a costume every shift and then dress up and and wear it and um so (laughs) I was working at a Halloween store it wasn't the same Halloween store in my dream but it was like a Halloween store slash haunted hotel type thing because I was really sad about the hotel not being open this year um, because of COVID and how fun that experience was even though it was a really odd group of people and friends but the people that I met through that were really fun and cool and so I appreciated that experience and um, was just thinking about some of the the (laughs) the memories of working there and how fun it was to scare people and all of that uh, if you didn't get to see my Halloween costumes, I I basically put them all on Instagram <laughs> because I just love dressing up in a Halloween costume. I just can't, I can't not dress up or share. So then I went outside for some reason. It was nighttime, so it was super dark. And all of a sudden I looked up into the sky and I'll tell you why this um, is funny now, but I looked up into the sky and these two bats were flying around and then they flew down to the ground and they became these like bat men. Not Batman, not like the superhero Batman, okay? (laughs) They became bat men, but their heads looked like black cat heads and they had crazy green eyes. They were so cute and I was like, confused because I was like should I be scared but also they're so adorable but then they had like man bodies so I was like "Ooh, that's kind of like hot so I was super confused at what's happening to my brain during this portion of the dream and I actually woke up thinking what the fuck is wrong with me and then later I remembered that I was watching Lost Boys the Lost Boys before bed and remembering how fucking cute that main character was from that movie. (laughs) And that's probably where that weird bat cat man metamorphosis thing came from. I don't know, you guys. That's my brain. And it's Chocolumpia Lessons. Thank you so much for listening. I hope... I at least was able to get your mind off of things, make you laugh, make you reflect, have you learned something. I don't fucking know. But be safe. Please, 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 please be safe. 
Take your deep breaths. Don't let anyone fucking phase your good vibes. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.